Okay, class. So now we're at this. This is going to be my favorite part. Okay. We're going to talk about how to solve any problem that rises up in your business. Okay. I think this is, this is very important because when you have, I mean, when you have a business, you already know problems are going to arise. There's no doubt about it. There's no question. You are going to have problems, issues, concerns. These are going to pop up when you're in the middle of a business. Now, Obviously, you know, the the group that we have in front of us are individuals that have side hustles. Some of us are solopreneurs already, Um, but it doesn't it doesn't matter at any point in time. There will be there will be problems. Okay, so at this part in the discussion, I want to talk about a six step process. Okay, a six step process to help you think nonlinear. Okay, to help you think nonlinear, and I'm going to explain that, but to help you think nonlinear and solve whatever problem comes up in your business. And once you see the six step process, you're going to be able to at least take the principles from each step and apply them so that you're able to solve those issues. That's the whole point. So I'm excited about this. But I mentioned the phrase nonlinear. Nonlinear, that's just fancy for being creative out of you know out of the box thinking if you're thinking linear you're kind of you're you're constraining your mindset you're constraining your critical thinking actually you're not even doing critical thinking you're just doing regular plain old thinking but when you're thinking non-linear you are thinking critically you're thinking outside of the box to figure out okay this is my problem this is the outcome i desire now what solution i mean what do i need to put into place to accomplish that outcome. You know, that's that's what we want to do. So when you're thinking nonlinear, it, it might be a little bit more difficult because critical thinking, it's going to be a little bit difficult because you have to think outside the box. You might have to take some time to reflect on what's going on, what needs to happen. And you might have to look at different resources or look to different industries or, or um, you know, ser- <laughs> I don't want to say search the web in, in Google, but you're going to have to increase your, your knowledge base. Sometimes that's what it takes to think outside the box. But that's what I mean when we're, when we're talking about nonlinear. Sometimes it's going to take a creative solution to help us accomplish the outcomes we're looking for. So let's talk about this simple. You know, it's simple. It's, it's easy to follow, I promise, and it's understandable. But let's talk about this six-step process to help you push your thinking outside of that linear trap, okay, to be creative. Now, step one. Okay, step one is is pretty straightforward. Identify a problem that's in your business. Okay, what is going on? Is it that you aren't getting the right amount of traction on a marketing campaign? Your advertisement isn't really hitting home like you expected. You're not gaining clients. You're having issues on the financial side, especially on the, the, the back end side of the business. What is the actual problem? Okay, what's the problem? Let's identify that first. And then once we know what the problem actually is, then we can move on to step two. So take some time right now. If you've got your paper and pen out, I know some individuals might, but you know, if you've got paper and pen out right now, just take a moment, even pause this recording. Uh, if, if you can pause this and identify the problem, write down what the problem or problems are in your business currently. Okay. So I'll let you pause and then you can you can go ahead. Okay, so now that you're back, let's go on to step two. Okay. Step two is to reframe. Okay. Reframe that problem as a system problem.
problem. So in other words, move your focus from the who to the what. Not who is the problem, what is the problem, okay? You've got to to do that reframing because when you change up how you ask certain questions, you're going to get a different response. You're going to have a different attitude. Here's another example of a how versus a what question, okay? Or I should, sorry about that. I should say a why versus a how question, okay? So you can have, let's say, for instance, your main problem, and maybe we'll stick with this. Let's say, for instance, your main problem is you're not getting any clients. So instead of saying, why aren't I getting any clients? Why aren't you getting any clients? Why isn't the business gaining more clients? Ask yourself, switch it around and ask yourself, how come or how can I gain more clients? So now you're going from in a defensive kind of explanation of why I'm in this current situation to how or what solutions can I implement? How am I going to do this? How am I going to accomplish this goal of gaining more clients? So when it comes to the problems that you have, if we take that principle that we just learned and apply it to the second step when we're reframing the problem as a system problem, we change it from who to what. So what needs to be changed in our current system or what systems need to be implemented? And we're going to see that in the next steps. But what needs to be done to change our current situation with our business? Okay, you still with me? So take some time, same as we did with step one, take some time to reframe your current problem. Okay, so now that we're on step three, so step three is this, probe and quantify to get at the root of the problem. You've got to be clear and specific about the problem as, and you have to be clear and specific about your outcome, okay? The outcome that you want to happen. Now, why is this important? Because a lot of the problems that we have or that we believe that we have are symptoms. That's what they are. They're just symptoms of something worse that's going on internally in the business. So we talked about clients. So the problem, the surface problem is that I'm not getting any clients. If we need to dig down and if we are going to dig down, we need to probe deep, okay? We need to do a very deep inspection to figure out why that is the case, okay? Now, if that's the case, our skimming problem, our our surface problem is that we don't have any clients or we're not gaining any clients, let's dig to the root cause. Let's look at the marketing. Is there something wrong with our marketing campaign? Are we not marketing on the same or the right platform for our ideal client? taking it even deeper, even if you are, let's say that you are marketing on the right platform, excuse me, if you are marketing on the right platform, look at your actual message. Are you naming something that would actually attract your ideal client? If you know who your ideal client actually is. Now, let's say that you're nailing that. Let's dig deeper. Let's look at the copy How's the body copy look of the actual advertisement? Is it appealing? Does it, it does it have a call to action? Is it something that's going to make the client really want to reach out to you? Let's say that's on point. Dig even deeper. You guys see where I'm going with this. Dig even deeper. Look at the headline. 
is the headline appealing enough and intriguing enough to make me stop, to make your ideal client stop dead in their tracks while they're scrolling on the social media platform, if that's that's what we're using for the example, is it interesting enough that it's going to make them stop and want to learn more? Let's say that's the problem. Okay. What if it's not that? (laughs) You see where I'm going with this? We're really digging deeper, deeper, and deeper. Okay. That's the whole point of probing. Okay. Probing is very important. We want to get to the root cause of every problem that we have. Now, let's say you've got that going on. Let's say your marketing is on point. Okay. What else could be the cause? If we dig deep enough, of why you're not getting any clients, okay? What's your offer? What's your service? What's your product? What's your overall brand look like? Now, I know we're talking a lot about marketing and branding so far, but just just for the sake of this current example, are we looking at all of these areas and digging down to figure out what really is the actual issue here? Yes, we know you're not getting any clients, but what's the real issue? That's where in-depth analysis really comes into play. It's very important to have that in-depth analysis because you could be marketing all day long. You can be working on your branding all day long, but if you're not keeping track of any data, if you're not keeping track of individuals that have reached out to you in the past that are currently reaching out to you currently now, and if you're not seeing any commonalities between the data points, between what you're analyzing, what you're studying about what's going on with your personal market, you're going to have a lot of issues, especially when it comes to that client side. So that's more of the back end. See, we talked about the front end, which could be marketing, but the back end, we might not be getting any clients because we're shooting in the dark. We've got tons of data already, but if we're shooting in the dark, we're not going to know exactly who to target. We may think someone is our actual target market, but we're not really looking to them. Or I should say we're not really targeting them as well as we should be. So that's just an example. So really, we need to be clear and specific about what the actual problem is. Okay, not the symptom, but what the actual root cause problem actually is. That's important. Now, on the flip side of that, now we're still in step three, but the flip side of that is what is the specific outcome you are looking for? Okay. So let's stick with that. I'm not getting any clients situation. Okay, you're not getting any clients. We came up with the root cause. We found the root problem. Whatever it was, it was this and that. Now, what's the outcome? Is the outcome that we want to have a system in place that helps us to generate or, or bring in you know, 20 clients a week, 30 clients, 100 clients a week, new clients? Is, it, is our, the system that we're putting into place to generate more leads? I mean, what is the outcome that you want and be as specific, be as clear as possible. Because the more clear and specific, the better it's going to be, or I should say the easier, not easy, but the easier it will be to achieve that outcome. You'll know exactly what you're looking for. And in fact, you could even use that outcome and use that as your starting point. This is what I want to accomplish specifically. Okay. This is what I want to accomplish Now, let me backtrack from there. That's another way of really using specificity and and clear 
answers to help you find what you need or find the right solution. Okay. You still with me now? <laughs> I know it's a lot, but that's why you have this recording where you can always keep playing it back. So that'll be great. So step four, finish this sentence. The solution is to install a system that will blank and insert that clear, specific outcome that you want. Speak it. The solution is to install a system that will help me to generate 25 leads within the next three to four months so that I can close at least 65 to 75% of those leads through my salespeople, whatever the case may be, through my uh, closers, whatever the case may be, be as specific as possible, but finish that sentence. The solution is to install a system that will blank, help me achieve this outcome. Step five, after that, define the specific system solution and you've got two options. So after you've defined the specific system solution, so after you have the solution, you've got the answer, you can do one of two things. Now, most of us that are listening in, like I said before, um, you know, we, we it's just us in the business. So solopreneurs or side hustlers, most of the time it's it's just you. Or if you're listening in and you're an entrepreneur, you might have a team. So let's take both sides of the spectrum. If you have a team as an entrepreneur, you can assign someone the task of creating that system solution. Okay, whatever solution that you have found, whatever you have defined, you can have someone on your team that might be more astute, might be more um, better suited to accomplish that that task. Have them handle that solution, that system solution so that you can worry about other aspects of the business. So that delegation will play a big role. Or if you are by yourself, if you've got your own side hustle or if you are just a solopreneur, Whatever that task may be, lay it out in a process that can make it easier for you to follow through on it. Okay, so you might have the overall solution. Maybe break it down into steps that, uh, steps that you are comfortable with so that you can accomplish that, that solution. That's what we want. We've got a problem. This whole six-step process is to help you to accomplish that solution. Now, finally, this is where a lot of business owners... It doesn't matter, solopreneur, major business, side hustler, entrepreneur, it doesn't matter what you are currently in your business. But this is where a lot of business owners mess up. Okay, so pay close attention to this final step. Step six is to implement. Okay, it is to implement and take action. Whatever solution you have defined that can solve your specific problem, specific and clear problem, so now that you can accomplish your specific and clear solution, or I should say outcome, sorry about that, outcome, we need to implement that solution. Why is this such a challenge? Because sometimes the solution might sound really great on paper and it might be effective, It might be. Obviously, you know, when it comes to business, there's a lot of testing that's involved, but it might be effective. But a lot of the times, these solutions will push us outside of our comfort zone. 
Now that sounds cheesy, it sounds cliche, but it's the absolute truth. Sometimes we don't want to jeopardize what we're comfortable doing um, for whatever reason, and that's that's not for this discussion, but for whatever reason, whatever limiting belief, whatever uh, uh, fear of rejection, whatever fear we may have, anything like that, that could be a reason that stops us from implementing. But the only way that we're all... The only way that we're going to be able to solve this problem, this system problem, is if we implement the solution that we have. So that's why if you do have a team, it might be easier. It might just be easier to have someone else do it. If you're by yourself, if you break it down into comfortable steps, it might be easier to for you to accomplish as opposed to diving in a thousand percent. But we have to just make sure that whatever solution, whatever plan we have, it needs to be implemented. Whether it pushes you outside of your comfort zone or not, it needs to be implemented so that we can solve, finally solve this problem that's within our business. Okay, so let's do a quick recap before we go on to the next topic. So we've got step one of the six step process. Step one is to identify a problem in your business. Step two is to reframe it as a system problem. So changing the focus from the who to the what. Step three is to probe and quantify to get to the root of the problem. Also, not only being clear and specific about our problem, but also clear and specific about the outcome we're looking for. Step four is to finish the sentence. The solution is to install a system that will blank, insert the outcome that you want. Step five is to define the specific system solution and either you accomplish it by breaking it down step by step or you can assign someone else the task of creating that solution. And finally, step six is to implement the solution. If you do these six steps, you will guaranteed solve any problem that arises in your business and you'll be able to get outside of the linear trap. Now, these actually, these six steps, they've helped me personally in my business. Um, I, I learned these actually from a legendary business consultant, uh, Jane Abraham. I learned this from one of his publications, The Sticking Point Solution, and it has been highly effective. So that's why I want to pay this forward and help you to understand this six step process because this process really will not only help you to. Uh, you know, get yourself unstuck or overcome any problems that may arise, but you can apply this to any principle. I mean, any aspect of your business. Let's say, for instance, you're trying to um, find or kind of pioneer different ways to to grow or pioneer creative ways to, um, yeah, expand or, or scale up. I mean, there's so much benefit in being clear and specific about where you want to be, where you currently are. Um, there's benefit in finding and defining the solution that'll help you to achieve what you're looking for. You know, this is this is what's very important. You know, if you follow this six-step process, these these can help you not only solve a problem but also help you grow and scale up. So, guys, take a break. Replay the video if you can. This this is being recorded as well, so replay this recording, and we will go on to the next topic.